0: This episode is brought to you by Michigan Economic Development Corporation. In Michigan, you can have both a rewarding career and a quality lifestyle with plentiful career opportunities in world-changing, innovating industries, from electric vehicles to clean energy to biotech, with room for advancement no matter where you are in your career. Plus, Michigan offers a welcoming, beautiful, affordable, and inclusive community for all. Live your best life. You can in Michigan. Visit themichiganlife.org. I will spend hours answering people's DMs okay. because I think people get past a certain point. There's people, I will never name and shame, but on Instagram that I'm bigger than who are verified, don't answer my DM. Can you imagine that shit? Can you imagine <laughs> yeah. You built that audience, you don't even look? That's crazy, so you sure as hell ain't talking to their fans. Yeah, That's mind-boggling yeah. to me, dude. Yeah. The fans are your every. People say it all the time, thank for my fans. I love, I live for them. Okay. Like. Dude, my fans are my, like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. my, if I wish I could just have every hammy fucking fan because <laughs> if they like my shit, they're all nuts. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing,
1: that's amazing. What's going on everyone, Casey Adams here, welcome back to the Rise of the Young podcast. Today we are in Boston and we have Ryan from Hammy TV with us here today. Thanks so much for coming on, brother. You're welcome, man. Welcome. So, I mean, first things first. Huge shout out to our buddy Dylan Kivo for uh, putting us in touch. Big um, Dylan. This is my first time in Boston, and um, I'm actually speaking at an event called Hustle Culture Con. And uh, Ryan decided to stop by to do this podcast, so I'm, I'm super grateful for man. I've I've been seeing your content for for a while now, and you have some of the most creative. Conversational, engaging content on Instagram, in my opinion, and it's been super cool to just see your content. But most importantly, now to be able to learn more about you and your story, and obviously how we could impact people listening who are looking to become creators or start creating content. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited for it, man. Thanks so much, man. Welcome,
0: welcome to Boston.
1: For sure, for sure, this is the first time. Like I said, but really, just to to start it off, man. Right now, you have 5.5 million followers on Instagram, and we, we were just talking about this before. Every single video you post on Instagram gets over a million views mm-hmm. and anywhere from 10,000 to 40, 50,000 comments per video. Yep. So to, to kind of bring it back to reality to, for everyone listening, when did you start on Instagram and what was the purpose of that before we get into your story?
0: Okay. So I started on Instagram two years ago. Okay. Uh, um, before that was Facebook and YouTube. So I kind of Jumped, you know, YouTube had that big, like, all the ads got taken out. Yep. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, and they started getting so kid friendly, and I felt like they were really taking your, like, a control over what you can create. Okay. Like, ah, oh, you can't be too crazy, or, and you'll never hit yeah, Explore, yeah. Or whatever they call it. And so then I went to Facebook, and Facebook I grew rapidly on as well, video okay. wise. And then, you know, the whole analytical data thing happened. So again, yep. they just, like, overnight, 70% reach gone. Yep. You know, for whatever reason. So I was like, all right, well, you know, I still want to create. Let's go to Instagram. Yeah. So I went to Instagram, and, um, you know, each time the videos got a little shorter. Instagram's obviously a minute. Yep. Unless you do IGTV, which they rolled out. But when I first went on Instagram, it was a minute. Facebook was like you wanted like a two minute mark, and then YouTube was maybe five to six yep. minutes. So I just adjusted my content and learned gotcha.
1: as I went. So regarding just Instagram itself, you've been on there for two years. I just want to give some context because people are like, oh, "Wow, like he has five point five million followers." I've been on Instagram for years. Like you just. Two years ago, you got on and you just dominated it. Yep. So really for everyone for everyone listening now, what would you describe as your content? Like what kind mm. of content do you put out there? If people haven't seen it, obviously I'll link it down below. Yeah, but yeah. what what do you describe as the type of content you put out? Uh, surprising. Okay.
0: Um, definitely it's, it's me and my fiance, so it's relationship-driven yep. and extremely relatable. Okay. But there's always something that's going to happen that you like – Got it. Uh, it. It's just – how I make my content yeah. it's, it's crazy it's like it makes you talk you yeah know? so it's, it's definitely you know relationship driven love mixed with some comedy yes. funny and then of course our own different style that I like to put in got it
1: got so. it so I, I really want to I guess take it back now we're we're in Boston you told me that you grew up in Boston <laughs> just bring me back to like childhood when, what what got you started into what you do now but most importantly like where you come from bring us back to like Hand me in high school. What were you doing like, back then yeah. in terms of... Because I think the most important thing I want to touch on today is this podcast, Rise the Young. It's ma- mainly 18 to 25-year-olds, and I okay. always try to inspire that young entrepreneur that's looking to start a business or looking to of become course. a creator, and I really just want to take them back so that they can understand like who you are, because sometimes it's hard to relate to someone. It's like, yeah, dude, yeah. Me, Ryan has five and a half million followers. Just let's, let's take people back to your childhood. Of course. Yeah, so um, high school, probably like the classic...
0: Uh, didn't enjoy it Kind of okay. Principal's office stuff not, not crazy But Always laughing Kind of class yeah. clown Whatever okay. Entertainment Like center of attention People loved having class with me Because they yep. knew it would be funny And so um, I didn't want to go to college Because I didn't enjoy high school Okay And so I joined the military um, I went active duty army Right out of high school Two weeks later I was in boot camp I okay,
1: appreciate the service No
0: problem So um, that was 21 weeks straight Um, boot camp plus military police training wow and so then I got stationed in Fort Carson, Colorado trained there for a little bit throwing grenades and snow and then went to Iraq where it was 100 plus degrees wow and uh, we did 15 months straight in Iraq this is right out of high school right out of high school
1: I turned uh, 20 in Iraq okay so you were 19 when you went in yep I'm 19 right now so it's like just to kind of bring context to everyone so you go out of high school well regarding going to you said um, army correct Mm -hmm. yep was that your decision, or where did that come from regarding like the influence to do that? Was it always something you thought about? Because I think obviously for everyone watching, yeah. like that's a big decision to make, you know, yeah, going to yeah. Afghanistan, joining the army, and yeah. I, I always I'm always curious because I have so much respect for people that are in the army and mm-hmm. actually provide service to the U.S. So where did that decision come from? Random. Like I just <laughs> didn't want to go to college, didn't want to be
0: that person, to just okay. stay doing dead end jobs. So I was like, yeah. let's just do it. You know, at the time there was afghanistan and iraq was both popping off so okay. I, I knew i was basically going to war but that's wow. what i wanted to do i didn't want to go to school yeah anymore so i did it and i'm very glad that i did it yeah. but yeah i ended up in iraq i had my birthday there um 15 months straight i started wow. off in baghdad um escorting the president and prime minister of iraq um, i was there when obama came over as wow. a um what do you call it like a, um when he's getting ready to run for the president, okay, he stopped over, so yeah. I was on the embassy roof doing security for him. And that's insane. Yeah, and then we uh, <laughs> went to a D one Iraq about eight months in and started doing some prison work and working with um, their police. Okay, so that's basically what I
1: did while I was over there. Wow. What would you say was the um, like? What did you take away throughout those fifteen months? Because I think someone like myself, right? You you entered into this thing that was complete out of your comfort zone, right? Yeah, you go yeah. into Afghanistan, you're going to these places that, A, you've never been to before, B, they're they're not the most, hey, like, come on yeah, in. It's yeah, like, it's, course, it's one of those of things you, you could have been fearful or mm-hmm. you don't know what to expect. Things could happen. It's a war. You're throwing grenades. Like, of course. I'm always I'm always curious to, to ask, especially someone that's been in active duty, just what would you say was the most important thing you learned through that experience over the course of the 15 months? Oh, or what did man. you take away from that? I would say definitely... Um, taking care of yourself mentally you know meditation
0: like i was telling you i like to do every yep. morning um because you can only go 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 so much we're always going yep and so i think what really changed me was i'll never forget i was in the gym working out because i worked out it was like nine months in and i had a panic attack i didn't know what it was at the time wow and i think that's when the whole like mental health thing which we knew nothing about we knew how to go fight a war but they don't really tell and talk to you about mental health at all really so i didn't know what it was Panic so, attack. Yeah. Describe ex-
1: that. Like, what is this panic attack? Where so does I it happen? Because right? for me, it's, it, I don't truthfully grasp what that yeah, means. Yeah, of course.
0: So, well, it's, it's good, you know. <laughs> it's good that you don't know. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I was in the gym working out, and all of a sudden, it kind of hits you like um, you want to run out of your body, almost like adrenaline, because that's what okay. panic is. It's an adrenaline shot, but there's no reason for it. So you're just okay. going on your thing. So tingles in your legs. Like, say yeah. you're driving, someone almost hits you, and you get that, woo, yeah, like, you know, yeah. lightheaded, like, And then you calm. It's like that, but for no reason and a little bit longer. Okay. So very light I thought I was going to pass out. I had to sit down, Heart racing, sweaty. Wow. And I had no idea what it was because I had no idea what anxiety or panic was at all. Wow. So that kind of got me into a pretty rough cycle. It's called like an anxiety cycle. Okay. um, Which I later learned and researched and read about what this is because it happened to me. And since then, it changed my life forever, you know. That's interesting. Yeah. So that, you said that was nine months in? That was about nine months in. Okay. Smooth ride. Okay. You know, everything was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was building up. and okay. like we were getting rocket and mortar attacked all the time. Constant danger every time you we went outside of the base. You could literally hear their soldiers intercepting and t- saying how many troops are going out in their language, wow. this many troops always watching. So they're always That's watching insane. So any second they can attack you whenever they want. Was,
1: was there like an internal fear throughout that time there? Or, cause like, obviously like now when I when I met you today, right, yeah you're yeah happy, joyful, excited. Like obviously you're a completely different person uh, oh yeah, and, than yeah, back then, yeah. but like. What was the constant like mental condition that you're in in that type of zone? Because I just really want to bring people yeah. there because not everyone has that opportunity or will decide to do that. Of course. So like, what what's the the mental battle on a daily basis? You know, what yeah, I'm saying? yeah, yeah. So, to I keep mean, it and real quick too, because I know you told me you were one of the younger guys there. A lot of people had families yeah, and like yeah. you're, you're coming you're coming in there with like this like. Young mentality, yeah, yeah. right? Where you could be in college partying, doing your thing, but you're no, you're in a war zone course, and you gotta yeah. watch out for a missile coming in potentially, All the like time, you know. Yeah. So, like, bring us to that mental perspective. Like, Sweet. where were you so, at?
0: I mean, I was a gunner, so I was the one up in the turret. That sounds sick, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> y- your body will adapt to anything, it's amazing what your yeah. body will do. So, when you're first day, you're like, oh, shit you know, I'm gonna die, die, like, it could happen, and then eventually, you're just like, man, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Like, I just want to do my job, yeah, and so. For me, um, you know, every day you would go out and there's danger or whatever, but you do get used to it. But what yeah. actually was really the hardest for me was in between the rocket attacks. So they would have randomly sent rockets into the base or mortars randomly, you know. They would set them up, yep. shoot them into the base while you're sleeping, whatever. It was between the times where they wouldn't attack where it was the hardest. Okay. We're like, shit, it's been like three days. They haven't set nothing in it's coming let it just come you know those were those were the hardest and i really fucked with my patience yeah because interesting you knew it was coming yeah you just wanted it to come you'd rather just wake up at 4 a.m with them sending it in than waiting again for like four months like where are they i'm sorry four days five days six days like all right like is it coming and then boom on the seventh day you got like 20 that's insane yeah so wow it was that that was the worst part for me it was that the way, waiting that, game when it was quiet yeah it's not like black hawk down you don't go out and you're in firefights and like war heroes you yeah. know you'll go six months with nothing wow you know rocket attacks no that's like every day but yeah oh out, outside of base outside yeah. of the wire they call it it'll be calm clear for a while it's just that patience of like you'd rather something yeah. happen yeah. Like, let something pop so we, yeah. you know we can get it over with you know? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah so i, I kind of want to just regarding the 15 months um, when you left, you said 15 months mm-hmm. later in terms of your time there, where were you at? You, you're like, what was the plan? Meaning like to kind of transition a bit, you're 15 months, you do yeah. your time there, you do your service. Would Was there any plans to continue forward or were you no, saying, okay, tired. I'm done. I'm going to walk away from this and yeah. figure out my next step. And therefore like, what was the transition like? I was tired. I, I okay. wanted, to, I
0: didn't want to stay in.
1: I mean, like at the time it was just war 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 so i
0: knew i was going to go back so my actual service was three and a half months and so i could have just stayed or just honorably discharged but i was tired then mentally i didn't really have any education on what was still happening i was still terrible anxiety you know i would get random panic attacks and so i was like all right i've had enough i just you know i'd rather get out and just do my reserve time yeah and so once I went back home into reserves, which by the way, the the whole me creating content and stuff really came from Iraq because okay. I was crazy overseas. Like okay. I was telling you earlier, I was the yeah. youngest one, so I was always playing pranks on people, doing wild stuff constantly. <laughs> okay. and so one day we're all sitting in the truck after like 14 months. They're like, "Dude, Hammy, you got to be an entertainer. Like, just promise us that you'll do something you're, you're a TV guy. Like, you're yeah. you're it." So I promised him. and then, you know, some have. Lost their lives going back. Some never came back, some due to suicide. Wow. So like that's what really will kick me into like doing this, this is like dude. that was
1: like your squad over my there. people, yeah. Wow. So you know, you have a lot of talks when you're sitting in a truck, yeah, for yeah, nineteen, twenty hours, absolutely. Like so you make this promise to them, hey, like being a creative, being in the entertainment. Yep. and like at that moment, what was your life like regarding, like, social media? Were you even on social media? Was it a exist. thing? Like, didn't exist. Didn't exist. Nope. Got it, got it. So,
0: um, I would say I didn't exist till like, two years after. Okay. I started doing some okay. some funny videos on Facebook, just on my personal page, but they started gaining.
1: Got it. And then I was like... Yeah, because what, what, what's, like, the... From going, okay, I'm going to promise you guys to be in entertainment, like, kind of yeah. walk us through, like, when did you truthfully decide that, like, okay, let me start creating content and yeah, yeah. give us some context so, like, maybe what year this was because like right now in 2019 it's like completely different in terms of of the type of content the the algorithms new apps like TikTok and all these things like it's such you're going to speak to someone differently today right now of than course. what you were doing right when you got started. So yeah. like, give us some context. Like, When you decided to say, okay, I'm doing this, mm-hmm. like, what did that look like? What was your strategy? So at the time, YouTube was like okay.
0: that thing. Facebook wasn't really like video creation that didn't evolve yet, so it was YouTube. So when I came back, I was still doing Army Reserve one weekend a month, but then I, I, I tried to go to school, but like my... Anxiety and panic was still so bad. I just really I failed okay. out. I couldn't do it. So you tried to go back to college? Tried to go back to college, yeah. And yeah. it didn't work. Nah, I just was still having wow. panic and anxiety, like constant kind of fear gripping me. But then there was moments where I would create some videos and I would escape it. Okay. That's where I was like, that's cool. Shit, you know. So I would create some content and be like, oh, I wasn't anxious or panic. And yeah. then I would put it out and then seeing people's reactions to laughing and having fun and love. Yeah, yeah. It was like. You know, maybe this really is where I belong. Yeah. And so I started mentally seeing, like, psychologists, you know, yeah. just getting help, working on my mental health to stabilize myself. And um, not that I was ever, like, suicidal or anything, just bad anxiety and panic yeah. was really my gripper. And so, you know, I'm, like, very open about it because I know so many fans have helped through it. Yeah. Like, it's a very common thing. And here yeah. in America, they want to, like, put a veil over it. Like,
1: yeah.
0: everybody in their life goes through anxiety or and almost they say statistic wise everybody will suffer some type of panic and deep depression in their life. Okay. Some will stay in it, some won't. You know. Okay. But I've learned books, books, books I read
1: all the time. Really? Okay. All the time. every day. Okay. I read. Where did that mentality come from? Cuz I think a lot of for example young people and the people I interview whether that's mm-hmm. a billionaire or a creator or a musician it's like that self-education aspect like that's not normally taught in school, right? Or if you didn't go to college, maybe you just haven't picked up a book in 5 mm-hmm. years, right? So it's like I'm curious, like, where did that appetite for knowledge and, like, education yeah. come from? So,
0: I started working full-time um, for the Department of Mental Health. Yeah, okay. you know, people with mental issues, they have behavior issues or whatever. So, when I started working there... And this is as you're kind of stepping into Just as I progressed the, and after the okay. whole college thing, just Got kind it. of staying on your timeline yeah. of, like... College wasn't for me. Yep. Wasn't my thing. Yep. Did start filming a little bit. I would film a little here and there. I'd really enjoy it. Put the camera down.
1: Okay. But but just for reference, you're not looking at it from a business perspective. Not at, at all. all in this perspective. No, just
0: like totally like Freedom uh, Outlet. Okay. Like, this is, I love like doing creating. this. Creating. Creating. Okay. That, that was it. No business. No like, got it. I can even make money really off of it except for YouTube yeah. monetization, like the basics. So here I am, finally, you know, doing better, working. Yep. And as I started working, I would pick up the camera, film some stuff. It would go pretty good. It would go yeah. pretty big. People would enjoy it. And then I would kind of put the camera down for a little bit, normal life stuff. And then I just kept finding myself going back to the camera and okay. filming, and people would want more. They'd see me in the streets all of a sudden. They're like, yo, I saw your stuff. That was funny. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe I should just start a YouTube. And at the time, Vitali, who I'm now friends with, yep. and Roman Atwood, these pranksters, I'm like, dude, I love this stuff. I can do it. It's yeah. me. It's my yeah. personality. That's how I am. And so that's when the self-education started because I had no idea how to turn a camera on. Okay. I didn't even have a camera. I didn't know what to buy, how to do it, how to upload to YouTube, how to make a YouTube. Okay. That's when
1: self-education started. Got it. Today's episode of Rise of the Young is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You can take classes in everything from photography and creative writing to design, productivity, and more. So whether you're returning to a long time passion project, challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone, or simply exploring something new, Skillshare has classes for you. One of the most exciting classes that I'm excited to be a part of is their productivity class with Evernote, helping you use that app effectively. So there's dozens and dozens of different classes you can take. For me, I'm excited for the productivity one because you know everyone can be more effective and productive in their work. So that being said, join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two months free. That's right, Skillshare is offering Rise of the Young listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash Rise of the Young. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash young to start your two free months now that's skillshare.com rise the young now let's get back into the show
0: i would youtube for hours like what cameras to get i would read you know sony or read about nikon's read about the whole thing and what people were using and that's when the self-education started okay and so then i bought my first camera started with zero ground up Mm -hmm. started filming and then at the time i did have an editor so i didn't have to worry about editing but then i would say once i started my youtube and got the ball rolling um, my first pranks is like kind of crazy, but <laughs> I, uh. yeah, so, I, I want to get some context yeah, to some so of the like, pranks. So, so the first people. ideas was like, I actually put fake ads on Craigslist that I was having <laughs> I was having a porn audition. <laughs> and that they had to come try out. Nothing naked or anything, but okay. they had to come It's like me. a casting couch sort yeah, of Yeah, dude. So I rented a hotel room, like a bum hotel room. and set up <laughs> and cameras. It was, like
1: Legit. Legit.
0: And so, no way, yeah, dude, You can still find it too if you look oh on YouTube. It's like God. fake
1: foreign casts, and these these weren't really. But big. these are people coming in to, to quote unquote try out, try and try out. you're you're the guy like okay, Interviewing But yes. you're doing like it for the act of comedy, obviously. Act of comedy, of course. Yeah, this oh is one. Right, this continue. is my
0: first YouTube. This is when I first went to YouTube. Is this is your first idea.
1: First idea. <laughs>
0: Viral, viral. <laughs> okay, went viral. But it was the
1: Nuts. execution, because everyone thinks, oh, that could be hilarious. So I
0: just taught. This is again self-educated. I taught myself yeah. camera angles. I taught myself lighting. I've read okay. books on lighting. I've read books on different camera angles. I've watched videos on okay. basic directing. No college. I educated myself. Okay. So yeah, I set up two cameras. Had a few. Sk- uh, I don't ever write anything down. It yeah. just comes to my head. Yeah. and I flow. I don't. I do not like writing stuff like down. I like and to go. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, the first girl shows up wasn't the girl in the picture <laughs> at all. Totally booted to her out. She was a teacher.
1: So, I blurred all the faces. had to change their voices. Oh, my God. But, like, just of to, to bring context to the, the prank. Like, these are people you're introducing yourself to them. And it's, yeah. like, legitimately, and hey, hey, casting. this is a porn casting. Great yeah. to meet you. Like, this is completely legit. you also show the video after it. Completely <laughs> real. Like, these people
0: thought they were coming for a casting. Wow. Comes. I was like, it's not you. Second girl comes. Wasn't her in the picture, but she was... Like kind of looked like the girl in the picture So I'm like whatever, okay. come in So we started interviewing her So like we had this girl playing Twister Like not naked, nothing like that We kept it so that it yeah. could go on YouTube And this was when YouTube wasn't so strict on creation Yeah. And, and so yeah, that was my first video She played Twister, did some funny stuff She sang Backstreet Boys into like a sex toy and <laughs> And so I posted it and it went viral it, okay. it, that was my first ever like onto youtube and like right away people were, like wow. dude we want more part yeah. one did like 120,000 on a channel wow. that had nothing in like three days
1: that's insane
0: people were reposting at the time community channels like yeah. this is hilarious i ended it so that you would want to come see more okay and i did do like one more that was just kind of funny too like okay. for me to like a drawer or something stupid yeah and so that's how i started
1: So, because this is like a unique, like your first video pops, that's usually not the case for a majority of people, but it's like, I can already tell just like your, your creative ability to have that idea and execute Mm -hmm. on it, edit it yourself or work with an editor and then upload it. Like, yep. That's people usually just kind of, oh, kind of, we'll test this one, not focus on the quality, not study the lighting. And like, you went for quality, it seems like. And like, the the quality quality of the idea.
0: Like, if you watch now, it was filmed on some pretty bad cameras. Lighting
1: was not how I would have
0: had it. Okay. But yeah, yeah. But your idea was was just so good. Yeah. And when an idea is good and and it's also like something no one's seen, it just kind of smacks you. Like, whoa, dude. Like, and you're not going to see this anywhere else. And that's when people kind of started reaching out to me right away, like, yo, we want to work with you. And like, I didn't even know what I was doing. Okay. I was like just creating this stuff,
1: and this is on YouTube and, no, YouTube. and you're still not using Instagram at the time. No, Instagram. Okay. I don't. Instagram
0: was there, of course, it existed, okay. but that was not. That was like picture sharing more back okay. then. Okay, yeah. Facebook, same. Yeah. So I started with that, and after I did that, people started reaching out to me, and I I got these guys who owned a website back then. Okay. These guys wrote viral commercials for Coca-Cola, Super Bowl, and they're like, "Dude, your 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 videos are amazing, the ideas, but yeah. your execution needs work." So. Basically they start to work with me, I would create videos for them to post to their website. Okay and they would post at the time they had a bunch of facebook pages they would share like the article to their yep. pages because yep. they were big then yep and in return that would boost the views and get my youtube video trended okay you could do this back in the day wow and then also it would provide tons of traffic to their website which was money yep. which i didn't even know at the time they were making money off the website yeah, clicks yeah. i had no clue yeah i was just learning from them and i was so into learning how to create viral videos and execute and do it right yep and that's when the real journey started like that's when i would film a video 30 times over yeah and like no it's not not correct yeah and now doing that now I know in two seconds I can look at a video and say yeah that's viral or it's not viral wow
1: like now in two seconds interesting so I would say to, to break down viral video what would you say just in a brief nutshell is like the formula for viral video just like the basic skeleton the like basic if someone skeleton. says okay they're listening right now and they're about to pause the podcast to go create this viral video yeah, yeah. what do you tell them
0: well first of course like lighting is important I okay. would take a few minutes to get the lighting the second is even though you may just be starting out, you don't really have an excuse now because the iPhone film is so high quality, yeah. which I use an iPhone. Yeah, we were so talking about that. <laughs> those are like the two first before you even start. Okay? okay. It's like very simple. Back like, then, they didn't have like really Good lighting it. so you can see it. And yeah, then Camera yeah, quality. Of course. And then, of course, it's the idea. So yeah. the idea is everything. The okay. idea is like a psychology. Like don't be scared to try something because you don't know okay. what will pop. It could be so outlandish yeah. that it could do well. So you may, you're not – I'm not saying everybody's gonna upload and hit it like I did. Yeah. But the very first skeleton would just be like, I would say number one relatable. Okay. Relatability is like number one. Okay. Like if it's not relatable, if it's just something crazy, what's it gonna do? Here's a perfect example. My biggest video ever, right? For how long have you seen people blowing air horns on people? i don't know ever right yeah. yeah it's funny you may get some shares and comments and yeah. likes right well i took that and every time my girlfriend was on her cell phone which everybody uh, in the world yeah. has i would blow it when she's on her phone you upload that it's at 323 million views now with 1 million shares that's insane relatable
1: air horn when she's on cell phone she the Got relatability. And, and you told me earlier that was the first video on facebook to hit a million shares
0: First one, I was the first one to do it. Yep. That's insane. As an individual, too. Yeah. And I'm talking like you got Lab Bible and Unilat and all them out there who, yeah, they just license the content and it's yeah. easy for them. I did this like, I only yeah. spent like a million and I did it.
1: That's insane.
0: Yeah. That's insane. Wow. So, all right, so the transition from YouTube yeah. now, you yeah, down. YouTube, all of a sudden, 80% of ads got taken out. They really started getting strict with the creativity and kid friendly, crazy stuff. And I was like, dude, I just want to create. Yep. Not that I want my stuff to be so crazy. I do keep age in mind, like 14 to 15 yeah. year olds. You know, that was like kind of outrageous. I would never do it now, but okay. I was like, let's go to Facebook, and people started posting the Facebook videos. Yeah. So I'm like, let's do it. So Facebook was different. Facebook was quicker content, more okay. millennial driven than yep. YouTube. YouTube, we all know, is long form. You know, Facebook. So I started uploading to Facebook okay. and doing more pranks and some stuff. At the time, I still wasn't with my fiance because okay. it's just kind of random videos by the way i did have some very viral videos on youtube before the transition okay one of them was um i set up a social experiment with a broken down car i actually like my car was broken down to see if anyone would stop one guy did stop the guy who stopped was burnt 80 percent of his body a few months before in a Whoa. fire he lost everything no way. he lost his dog he got burnt because he went in to save his dog and he fainted from the lack of oxygen. One dog died. One did get saved, but he burnt 80% of his body in it. He was in a coma, and his aunt made a GoFundMe for him. So he stopped to help me. That's like three hours. This dude was the one who stopped. He was going to therapy for his skin transplant, whatever, like really badly burned. And he stopped. He's like, do you need any help? I literally just stopped filming right then. And I was like, dude, like do you need help? And he told me a story, and he told me he lost a PlayStation. So I was like, let me buy a PlayStation for you. So I bought him a PlayStation. I was like, can I use the video? He said, sure. And I go, Do you mind if I add your aunt's GoFund? Added the GoFund to it, told a story a little bit with the video. Yeah. Dude, he hit two hundred thousand dollars in two days. Raised from go your fund. video. Yeah.
1: Bro. Yeah. That's
0: yeah. wild. And that went ballistic viral. Yeah. Wow. Same as Eric. Yeah. So I didn't Shout take out to Eric. Eric. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. We keep man. in touch, so he's, really? he's doing better now. Love that is the honestly like I've
1: never heard something like a story like how coincidence. That is yeah. loud. So he stopped inside the of the road, and then, whatever you upload, it two he days just later. He just stopped. Like, Do you need anything? That's and insane. He that's have, so good to hear. It was a Mustang,
0: and he happened to have a Mustang earlier on. Yeah. Some stuff off camera, and so it could wow. be that, whatever. But he's yeah. just like, you know, good people, whatever. He stopped, that's and a, wow. it just went. Every, Fox
1: News took it. Yeah, everybody it was like purpose-driven content. Yeah, you yeah. Go yeah. Fund me, and they raised the money. Yeah, so that cool. cool.
0: one went crazy. Um, 200k. He ended up getting because he lost his house, lost everything. Yeah. Like, literally, lost everything. Wow. He ended up shit. And so before I went to Facebook, I already I had made some big rumbles on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. And then after the crash, I was like, I'm going to Facebook. Got it. And then Facebook, I started. And then I met while on Facebook, started building an audience. Me and my now fiance started pranking each other. Okay. And it was yeah. Just tell like me about that because like that's
1: all your videos. If you go to your Instagram now, family. it's, it's like you and, and your fiance yeah. and the energy and the way yeah. you guys do pranks. It's just like it works it's like too wild flawlessly. People, so like break yeah. that down. How did obviously like how'd you guys meet to then obviously come to the conclusion of like okay let's do all these videos together it's so relatable it's funny and it just it bridges that gap of like just the relationship and I'm sure it's fun for you guys so kind of describe that from like a personal perspective but also like how it's been able to work from a content perspective so she is
0: opposite of me she's the more I was gonna say like mentally stable (laughs) I am stable but she's the more calm thinks of both sides I'm just like you know like one side so she's more but I'm crazy you know and so I was just always playing pranks on her. So I'm like, okay. why don't we just like film it? And so we started filming it and they
1: just popped like right away. People okay. were like, this But well, you is were just gold. like filming. You were already doing pranks before. I was already doing I, I think it. that's important though because like yeah. don't try to be someone you're not, you know? Like you were authentically yeah. already pranking her. So now, this is what I was talking that, about you earlier Yeah,
0: is people don't reinvent their self. And I actually have a name for it that I call creator's block. Okay. It's something I made up on my own. You start out as a creator. Say you start out. You're having fun. You're making videos, right? Everything's great. Then you start getting a following, right? Yep. And then maybe you do some type of series or video that really gets you big. And then you have a big following. And now it's a job. Yeah. And now you don't work. And now you rely on the income. And now there's pressure on you filming. And then people get stuck in a box. They're scared to try new things because their audience may not like it. You don't want to lose your audience. You're making money now. It's a business, right? Yep. I just say, fuck that. I don't care. I don't. I, my audience is going to stay with me. Yeah. This is what happens. People don't reinvent themselves. They do the same thing that got them to where they are. Keep doing it. The yep. engagement gets worse and worse. And if you don't change, just like music artists, eventually you'll fall off. Interesting. You have to change. You've got to yeah. reinvent yourself constantly. Yeah. My stuff, you don't know what I'm ever going to yeah, come up with. It's so true. It could be a skit. Yeah. It could be a prank. And then people comment even more because they're like, wait a minute, this is a fake prank. Well, it was not supposed to be a prank. It was supposed to be a skit. Yeah. Clearly it's fake. And then yeah. people argue in the comments because... Well, like one video was supposed to be a joke where she put boiling water on me. Clearly, it's a joke. Yeah. And people were like, no, this is not real. No, I know it's not real. But And then people are arguing in the comments like, no, we know it's not real, dude. It didn't really happen. Yeah. It's a joke. And then that starts even more hectic. Yeah. So I took like normal skits that people have been doing on Instagram for a long time and totally flung different, okay. different stuff in Facebook too. Okay. And they're like, whoa. But like creator's block is the biggest thing. So I went from me
1: doing pranks.
0: To some social experiments and then to a couple things okay. that just clicked.
1: Got it. So would, so would you say most of your time is spent on Instagram now? I love Instagram. Instagram? Facebook,
0: I'm a huge Zuckerberg. Okay, okay. Facebook and Instagram is my favorite platforms. Okay. Um, YouTube, I'm not a big fan of. I actually just recently went to look up a guy. I'm, I used to just enjoy watching him. I don't really smoke weed at all, but his... his was custom grow 420. He was like the king oh, of the weed. Oh, I've seen him. Yes, yes. He was so gone. You, would, you know that? No way. Yeah. YouTube said no more marijuana. Anything. They took all the weed pages really? down. Really? It's complete wow. to me. Lack of where he is. It's legal. Yeah. In front of every video, he said that this is for 21 plus. Yeah. yeah. Marijuana patients. They and took, they took, his took page it. He's down. It took it, dude. I used to watch this stuff. I used to watch it too and I'm not even a big weed smoker. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, it was hilarious. It was funny. Yeah. I just went yesterday. I swear to God, it's gone. Wow. This is the type of thing and this is why I left YouTube. I'm not going to build a huge empire on YouTube because one, the pranks they don't really like either. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense to me and they don't, they take your creativity. There's like a, no you can't do this yeah. I've always liked doing my own thing because I don't have a boss yeah, nobody's yeah. going to tell me what I'm doing yeah. or what I'm not going to do which it is their platform and I respect that it's their platform but they also have to respect that this dude just spent seven years on your platform yep. and all of a sudden overnight you took his stuff because yeah. it's marijuana based which he gives the warning in the description in the beginning and it's legal where he is right? yeah that makes sense it's crazy so would you
1: say the, the the difference because I need to be educated on this too Like the difference between like YouTube restrictions and Instagram it's night and day Like Instagram you-
0: is getting stricter okay and they should because ad people don't want their stuff yeah. put on crazy stuff. Yeah. And there's some other, you know, it's, it's going to happen. Facebook did the same thing. Every okay. platform will do it eventually. Like TikTok will be very strict because yeah. they kind of are their kid-friendly whatever yeah. now anyway. Yeah. So it's going to happen no matter what. The ads will come in and they'll be like, listen, this type of stuff is too sexual, too crazy. And okay. then what they'll do is they'll start putting more restrictions.
1: Got it. That makes sense. So really the transition, I guess, something we were talking about before is like, obviously today we're at a business conference i yep. spoke about tiktok i spoke about branding marketing and mm-hmm. just the business side of social media and i want to ask you like when was the the pivoting point for you mentally where you're like oh this isn't just videos like i can start making money yeah, there's yeah. brands out there advertising and like when did you start thinking about social media from a business perspective and what was that transition like so i met a guy he's my mentor his name's jeff taylor so i met
0: jeff and he's like I made um, some Facebook share groups back in the day with a bunch of creators, and we would share each other's stuff on our pages to help grow each other. And he's like, listen, I have all these brand deals coming in, I don't have a content creator, so I'll just pay whatever you're making at your job now, which wasn't much, to come create for me. So I was like, all right, so I left. Next you know, I'm at Floyd Mayweather and uh, Conor McGregor's (coughs) stuff, filming and working with him, and (laughs) creating content for him, and then... He just knew that I would be successful in it, so it was like a leg up, like a mentor. He was yeah. already a millionaire. He was a Navy veteran himself. So wow, we
1: clicked. Yeah, you guys have
0: relatability. Yeah. So that's when he's like, "Dude, you can't just like have somebody send you clothes and shout it out without getting paid." Yeah, it's not fair to you because you spend so much time getting your audience. That. Yeah. you shouldn't you should take and that's when I was like "Well, alright so there is some business now yeah. that's when it started catching on but I will say that I'm extremely strict with what I promote my audience is always first okay. I'll never sell out I've turned down like I was saying before the podcast started I've turned down 20, 30, 40 thousand dollar business deals because that does not go with what my audience would yeah. enjoy if I don't enjoy it and my audience, that's my family. My yeah, audience, like, yeah. that is my people. Yeah. They love us. Totally. You know, I won't show them shit if it doesn't go with it. If it's not something they could benefit or use, yeah. I don't give a fuck how much money it is. They won't see it. That's I dope. I won't sell my soul for money. Yeah. The, lo- the loyalty aspect is there. And when I do do brand deals, which I've got a few long term, by yeah. the way, the biggest advice to, that I can give is stay with your job long enough. If I didn't stay with my job long enough, I would have been shouting out all these little brands just to survive yeah. because I would have had to rely on social media, right? Yeah. Well, I avoided that by staying at my job, so it saved me. Okay. All these people shouting out like 50 different vape oh, yeah. companies. You're saying you know? like to,
1: they have, they're chasing the check because they don't have a job. There. They don't, don't have, have a job. the money. Yeah. They, and they need to make the buck to do X, Y, and Z to yes. live. So they're so taking you're, so anything saying, saying, that comes. Okay. So you're saying like you had you were working a job, creating content. Yes. You weren't dependent on it. And that was able to give you the opportunity to, to pick and choose. and pick and choose. Okay. Huge. Got like it. Biggest fucking advice. Okay. I've seen people – I will never say names, but
0: I've seen some big people right now that are nowhere because they yeah. burnt their page out. You can't sh- – it's like – LeBron James, right? He, he, one day he's wearing Nike and loves Nike. The next day he's wearing Adidas. It yeah. Confuses the hell out of you. Yeah. These people are saying this vape company's the best, and then the next day they're doing another vape because they're yeah. paying the money. Your audience is like, dude, this guy's not real. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. It'll burn it you. The dude. facade effect. I've seen like, it burn so many pages. Yeah. Okay. And I never. I was so patient. Okay. My first brand, it was like. Six figures. Okay. Because I waited. That's tight. And now I'm still with them. Okay. Who we talked about earlier. Okay, got and it. And I won't say what I'm making now, but yeah. I'm fucking okay. yeah, okay, 100%. And I love it, and my audience loves them. Yeah, and yeah. And it's legit. you want to talk about the company people. or no?
1: Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bluetooth, we, we were talking it about it before. Big, yeah. Bluetooth. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's funny because I was at this... Um, that this party in LA it was like this event or whatever and Blue yeah. Chew was there and like yeah. just give them some context it definitely goes into the conversation of like what this is like what is Blue Chew so Blue Chew first <laughs> off it is the and first and this is not a paid promotion this is just like we no, want to have no this is just like the first talk. brand I'm giving an example of a <laughs> yeah. brand deal
0: like, you know um, Blue Chew is the first Viagra that's delivered through the mail so you get approved right online Yeah. so I've always done Viagra pranks right Yeah. but I really like what the company stands for because it's more nowadays it's like more who wants to go to the doctor? You yeah. can just do it online, yeah. right? And he's like, dude, you're always doing pranks with it. Like, yeah. let me send you Bluetooth. Try it if you like it, whatever. <laughs> so I popped yeah. it. I was like, oh, this shit's legit. It works. This yeah. is awesome. And so I actually did a free video at first just to see if my audience liked it and they yeah. loved it. They love Even now, people are going to watch that are my fans and they do Bluetooth's this shit. Like, that's- <laughs> okay. And tons of fans messaged me like, dude, this stuff's legit. Okay. I love it. I love it. <laughs> like okay. tons of my audience members. Yeah. And some people really had issues Getting it up, you know? Yeah. Like, and now they really are like, dude, this changed my whole relationship and my Okay. my life. So, Providing
1: value. And it just fits them, dude. <laughs> yeah, like it yeah. fits my
0: audience. Lo- the videos are always so entertaining. Okay. And that was the first brand. I was like, dude, my audience will love it. It yeah. works. It's real. It's legitimate. It's yep. legal. And I've been with them for like two years now. Okay. And That's I tight. love them, dude. And it, That's and tight. I've watched them grow as yeah. I've grown. And we've both yep. grown together. Yeah like the dude started in his basement. That's insane. Now it's millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's so cool, man. And I want to kind of like dissect that. So let's say there's a creator watching and he Mm -hmm. already has a following and he's like, okay, like maybe he's been selling and trying to sell different things, but he's like, okay, let me take a step back and try to figure out a brand or a company that I want to work with. Like, what do you recommend to someone or a creator that's looking for a brand deal? They don't want to sell out, but they Mm -hmm. already have an audience more. So just like, they're building this audience yeah. and they have a loyal fan base, like, how do you recommend they go about like, doing a strategic brand deal with a company that can be valuable for both parties? Like, in terms of, like, not, not just like, the contractual yeah, part of course. it, but just like, the conversation you have with these yeah. clients or brands, because I'm sure you've obviously mastered of that course. and that's the yeah, reason yeah. why you've been able to build with these companies. Yeah. So like, what advice would you give to someone that's looking to have their first big brand deal?
0: So, well first off, I mean, if you have an audience, they're gonna be interested. Yep. It just depends on if the product will fit you if you email a company they'll respond I used to email all the time that's how I got featured on like 9gag I'm really close with okay. them now and all them they will answer your email okay if you send them your insights and be like I think your product will fit and they know about the social media boom yep. which after what was it Chick-fil-A thing just went huge off of social media yeah all these big companies now are yep. we're still early dude yeah we're still early in the social media thing these old people have no clue like big big brands like you can make shit pop yeah. so easily but I would email everybody and anybody and even on Instagram directly message them. Yep. Big, I think it'll DMs. fit and this is why. And you're yep. already offering value. Yeah. And you don't have to charge a huge amount. Just be like, let me show you. That's yeah. one trick that I've always used. I always way undercharge to show my value. Oh, interesting. I'll so be you like, undercharge
1: first to therefore build yeah. trust,
0: you'd say? I would say to show them what I, I'm confident that I can blow this up. Yeah. And when yeah. I blow it up, they're like, whoa, you weren't kidding around. Let's yeah. renegotiate. And they already real business people know. Okay, now what's the price? Given? Okay. And then- Another piece of advice is always stick with the brand and look for more long term.
1: Okay, like
0: don't be like one and done. Yeah, be like, well, if you do one, it works well. Be like, all right, well, what will it take for you to be on board for two months? Yeah, don't just do one, 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 one. Yeah. Try to get that long term, especially yep. if it fits. Yeah, Bluetooth is so tied into my audience now because totally. they enjoy it. Yeah, everybody loves it. It's part of hammy tv yeah, like, like it's the just identity there of the brand. yeah it's just there people yeah. love it. people ask me for more videos with it yeah yeah that's and so awesome from yeah. the, the
1: sponsorship or like the partnership perspective it so works. when you're
0: when you're fitting something that goes with your audience it's perfect yeah but that's my, my second piece of advice is always try if you do it always do it cheaper okay do a great job show your value yep then they'll come back and then when they come back you know I'm not saying go astronomical at the price but be yep. like okay now let's sit down and talk and let's get a long term deal going yeah i want you guys on board for 2 to 3 months i won't even talk to a company if they don't want to do 3 4 months okay because why i'm going to show something to my audience and it's not going to
1: resonate after one video yeah. interesting so yeah. i'm i'm curious and i always ask people like the way like when you go on instagram and i know you're showing me earlier like you have millions of views you're getting yeah. hundreds and thousands of followers and you have Hundreds of thousands of views, people watching your stuff Mm -hmm. every single day. Like, does it ever get, I would say, like, you go on there and you're like, wow, like, do you always, do you ever like remind yourself? Because, you know, an average person logs on Instagram and they check out what their friends have going on and they check on the news or whatever. And like, you've built this platform that's only continuously growing and you have such an audience and like, not just an audience, because there's a lot of people that have an audience, like, an engaged following that is watching you every single day. Like, when you're on Instagram, what is your usage case meaning are you sending dms are you responding to comments are you are you absorbing content yourself or like how does like hammy tv use the platform because when i go on instagram i'm like okay who can i book on my podcast how can i respond to the comments and engage with the community i'm always curious to know like your usage when you're on instagram like Mm -hmm. how you look at it
0: so i mean i don't really consume content um
1: that's that's very interesting
0: yeah i don't watch i got a few of my boys that i watch yeah i like some of their stuff but as for me i don't watch really anybody. I don't... No, not really anybody. <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah, I just kind of... I like my own... Yeah. you're makeup, focused my on own your stuff. Yeah. yeah. The producing, not the consuming. Almost all my ideas hit when I meditate. Really? I start laughing. And I'm like, whoa, this is good. And then I'll get up and I'll write it. Okay. Every idea. My Got best it. ideas come. Got it. Or when I'm not. But DM-wise, I'm always in my DMs. I'm okay. spending too much time with my fans. My fans are uh, so my So you're family. DMing fans. I like, go live. I, I spend yeah. hours sometimes adding my fans into live because the fans are my life dude? like they are and i also want to tell everybody that's watching this podcast that people see me and i got 5.5 million i started with zero i started with a nobody nothing there was no gift (laughs) like people are like dude 5.5 yeah i started with zero yeah i had nothing there was no i didn't know anybody i have no ties to any entertainment or any celebrity i just I started with zero. People look past that, dude. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit and be like, yeah, dude, like, you know, uh, uh. no, I started with nothing. I yeah. had nothing. I didn't even know how to turn on a camera, which, by the way, I taught myself to edit. All my editing is done by me because it's a crucial part of my videos. Okay. Again, self education. Yep. I didn't have to go to college because I learned anything I wanted to learn. Yeah. Right now, I'm reading about business. I read Tony Robbins. I read, you know, anything like yep. everything and anything I read if totally. I want to learn how to, about microphones I go home and I read and yeah. I look it up <laughs> and I YouTube it it's yep. all there it's just self education that's it. how I learned about even mental health
1: yep. like it's there dude it's all free Got it, no, that's, Crazy, that's amazing. Crazy, right? And you're talking about, uh, like, reading about Tony Robbins and all these business yeah, yeah. guys. I know we were, earlier we were talking about Gary V. Guess Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk. Shout out to Gary, Because uh, he, he's been a huge inspiration to me to start the podcast, yeah. to go hard on social from, like, a business mm-hmm. perspective, to build a brand in this business community. So, yeah, talk about that. Like, how how'd you meet Gary? Obviously, I know you've done his show, and you've sat down with him, and you've yep. made content together, so... Obviously in my world he's someone that I have so much respect for mm-hmm. and I, I consume his content more so to see what he's doing so I can do it not as yeah. like the consumer perspective. So yeah, I'm I'm curious to see like how that relationship come about. Obviously I've had him on the podcast. We've had a we've he's familiar with my audience in terms of Sweet. everyone yeah. watching this knows who Gary V is. He's so, like me. Gary yeah. will answer your DM. 100%.
0: Gary answered my DM. I said okay. I want to be on your show. Nobody's heard my story. Sure. One week later I was in New York with Gary. And Simple. I've kept in touch. I have support his stuff. I love his shoes, buy his shoes. Yep, like k If I have questions, I can call him. Gary answers. He's like me. People, they can't believe it. This is Hammy. Yeah. He's answering my DMs. Dude, I'll spend three hours answering DMs. Yeah. Because that is who, I, it's, that's my people. I don't know how yeah. to explain it. Like, okay. I will spend hours answering people's DMs okay. because I think people get past a certain point. There's people, I will never name and shame, but- on Instagram, that I'm bigger than who are verified don't answer my DM. Can you imagine that shit? Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. It? You built that audience you don't even look? That's crazy. You sure as hell ain't talking to their fans. Yeah. That's mind-boggling yeah. to me, dude. Yeah. The fans are your every. People say it all the time. Thank for my fans. I love, I live for them. Okay. Like, th- dude, my fans are my, like, yeah, that's yeah. my, if I wish I could just have every Hammy fucking fan because if they like my shit, they're all nuts. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing.
1: It. That's amazing. Do you ever do like meetups type of thing? Or yeah, what does I've that met look like? some of them. Yeah, okay. we're gonna do
0: some more now. We're gonna start traveling. Now okay, big, you know, we want to go to some comic cons and okay. stuff. and Really like yeah. turn it like, up. These are our people. Yeah, know? this year we're really gonna turn it up. Okay, I haven't even come, I'm not even like I haven't even started up the mountain, dude. Okay, I'm that's, like still that's at the so summit cool here. <laughs> no, no,
1: I wanted to ask too because like leaning us, obviously we're recording this in uh, yeah. November 2019. Yeah. Like, moving into 2020 with social media and how it's so – it fluctuates with algorithms. Yeah. And you, you know all this inside stuff about it. Looking at social media now, like, your brand moving forward, like, what are you excited about? What's, what's to come that you'd want people to know or is – obviously, keep things secret that need to be. But, like, moving forward, what are you excited about regarding the content? Movies. I I just movies? filmed with Adam
0: Sandler. I had a small role in his new shit. So okay. That's so tight. I want to do – Like, I, entertainment. When I was there – all I wanted to do is drill everybody with questions. Okay. The film risk, the angles, what are you using, how do you do it. It's Adam Sandler, dude. I was talking yeah. and asking him questions like me and you were talking now. Yeah. And Ray Liotta was there.
1: What would you say your, your biggest takeaway was from Adam Sandler? To kind of reciprocate you, the value this is, this from what end? This is it.
0: People used to make fun of me for my stuff. Okay. Like, what are you doing, dude? You're, in, you're a loser. What are you doing? Which, by the way, you're going to have critics and haters when you start – and they're going to stay with you. I had critics and haters when I had 10 people. I had 5.5 million. I'm going to have critics and haters. There's yep. no such thing as perfect. I think yep. a lot of people want to keep striving to making a video perfect where every comment's good. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It's never going to exist because you're an individual and you're different And every idea. Or if you have an opinion, it's going to be judged no matter what. So yep. fuck them. Just create. Yeah. That's it. I don't care anymore. Say what you want. They just want attention anyway. I yeah. get hate comments and messages. I don't even reply. I delete it because it's someone who's sad, lonely, and not doing anything with their life who's yeah. got time. So um, the biggest takeaway was when Adam Sandler was climbing in the dirt, right? It was a scene. Climbing in the dirt? He was in the dirt. It's like a scene that's in the movie. It's not out yet, but and he's, he's throwing the dirt. And I'm like, dude, you know how many people probably made fun of this guy? And here he is acting like a kid making millions doing what he loves. Yeah. And they used to do the same to me. Okay. Like some of the skits, it's like, People will be like, oh, you're foolish, but like, am I? Because I don't hear it anymore. Yeah. And not only that, I can tell you right now, I have never had one person, not one, dude, not one person ever say something negative to my face. Interesting. That's the type of world we live in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Keyboard, what do they call them? Keyboard keyboard warriors? It's real, I really want
0: to see scientists and psychologists study into what can, or somebody leaves a hate message, which back in the day I would be like, dude, what? And they'd be like, oh my God, you answered. Yeah. Like, we need more psycho- psychological okay. and s- evidence on what, what a, causes it.
1: What causes someone to say that you're saying? How can, or what? I, how
0: can I have video, probably 6 billion plus video views okay. over the years? And That's have God said. knows how many negative comments. Yeah. But not have one human being come up to me and say your shit sucks to my face? Yeah. You don't find that odd?
1: That's interesting. So... it it, it shows the type of people that are behind the and if they did I don't
0: mind criticism but it's just pure hate it's not you can't learn anything off of hate you
1: can learn off of criticism totally would you say I'm curious in terms of like people coming up to you or meeting people in person like how has this social media audience I don't like the word fame but like how has it affected like your personal life when you're going out and about like is there ever a moment where you're like, "Oh wow, I, I've, I've built this platform to where it is today"? Like, mm-hmm. has it affected your personal life, or do you treat it like, "Hey, like, I'm nothing affects you"? Because I've met some people where it's like, they they try to live this, you know, when you see them on social media compared to online, and you, I can already tell you're a very transparent, super real guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure it doesn't have any affection. But like, how would you say, from a family perspective or personal perspective, like having this massive audience has affected mm-hmm. you positively or negatively? Positive. Like just driving here, I had like three or four people in traffic. Like, yo, really? Yo! I took a few pictures <laughs> in the parking lot over here. Like, okay, that's my people. Oh, that's awesome. That's man. like my. You family. can tell you're audience driven. Like, that's truthfully. Like, and if there's people from your audience listening today, like, I can already just feel like yeah. the energy between you and the the person bro, that's, that's watching your content. That's my
0: real. Like, I almost get teary-eyed because that's like, yeah, bro. They're like, you go through years with these people. Yeah in the party of life. I yeah. get like like no, happy. Good, bro. Bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I love my audience Yeah, yeah. They uh, let me be an idiot yeah. to fucking live, you know, yeah like yeah, yeah I'm happy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I appreciate the <laughs> like, being people, emotional man. No, this, this, this is I awesome love
0: them uh, like
1: So, what is who well, who would you say like just based on what you know, like who is your average audience member? When you see <laughs> the hammy the hammy TV fans like what, what do you describe as them? What do you want them to be, like, known fucking for? work and, like... Okay. Work... I see... I, I release my videos. They're at work.
0: Quick city <laughs> break. Or, yeah, like, yeah. getting lunch. Like, bro, what the fuck? Look what this kid did. He put hot pepper in his girl's panties. Couples. Like... Yeah. Age, age, you would not believe it. Okay. I got 40-year-olds that recognize me, like, taking yeah. pictures. Like, because love is worldwide. It's the one yeah. language everyone knows. People yep. who don't even speak my fucking language are like oh like mexico i go to mexico they're like you loco loco gringo i'm like yes dude and just like hug them. like it's like love me and her show that like love is still alive okay because it's interesting you put it that
1: way i didn't i wasn't thinking about it from that angle in terms of just like you can impact everyone because they get that around the world when i release
0: a video and it's got a million views in three hours it's a million people who watched it yeah and that's, like, during the work day. Yeah. So people are, like, on a lunch break or a ciggy break. and are yeah. like,
1: bro, what the fuck?
0: You know, all these co- – Like, I've actually gone by a group of construction workers. Watching like your video. Like, six or seven watching it, like, bro, what the – And I'm, like, yo, like, yo, that's my <laughs> It's, like, going to a party every yeah, time. Yeah, like, yeah. my fans are always just, like, what's good? You're great. Like, yeah, yeah. because I – everybody everything's energy and everything vibrates energy yep and like energy is like energy so my fans if they like my shit they're obviously on my you're wavelength at, at, yep. so it's just like bros like
1: what's good like yeah. what's up so where do you where do you think this energy comes from like do you like were you always like this as a kid like in terms of just like having that energy the funny aspect like you said you said you're yeah, yeah. like the class clown class clown where does this energy come from? And how do you remain in this energy state? I, I, think, I think maybe there's someone listening, you know, they're 15, 16 or yeah. 18. They love your videos, but then they stop listening to this podcast, but then they go into a negative mentality. They, they're they they're not happy with who they are. And yeah. I believe you carry this energy of, you, you know, you love yourself, you love your fans. And there's like this positive state. And obviously, if someone's listening, this may be helping them. But. Yeah what would you recommend to someone that may be in a negative state that doesn't know themselves or doesn't know where they want to go? Just remain in terms of their energy state. Like how well, do you, cause, work. cause I know you were telling me like how you meditate yeah, on a it daily basis. Work. It so does like, take work. break down some of the more like mental aspects of like remaining in that yeah, high yeah. end energy state.
0: So every day when I start my day, I wake up and I say, oh, what I'm thankful for, like, I drive to the store I like to get my energy drink in the morning it's the only one I have so like I don't like coffee Yeah, but I say what I'm thankful for every day that's how I start and then next I have um, confidence affirmations that I say out loud to myself which like when I first started all this stuff I felt like a weirdo I'm like "Eh, yeah whatever Um, and then I'll go home and I'll meditate for like anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour Okay, and then I can hop on and start popping with social media and whatnot. not and then at the end of the night I love to look in the mirror and tell myself like talk to myself and you'll feel weird like meditation I have Knew nothing about meditation. Okay. And I felt like a weirdo when I started. I started with like five minutes a day and I was okay. like, what the hell? The guy's like, oh, breathe. I'm like, I'm like, this is, if someone <laughs> walks in here, dude, I'm a weirdo right now. Like, but then I, I kept with it because I started yeah. noticing like calmer mm-hmm. and I started thinking clearer and I stuck with it. Now, after like a year, I would say I've been doing it for like a year straight. Okay. Meditation, every day I do it, no matter where I am on really? vacation. I don't drink. Okay. Um, smoking once in a great while weed once in a great while yeah. very rarely i don't really like to um and all my ideas come when i meditate
1: yeah hey, i would say being uh being friends with all the rappers i'm sure there's yeah, <laughs> different yeah. opportunities right shout out to tyla <laughs>
0: tyla yeah uh <laughs> the way he opens for post malone they were just heroes with all of them okay and sway lee okay too. No, it was funny because
1: dylan kivo he was telling me he's like dude Ryan he's like you'll see his content and he's like this funny with his girl type yeah. of guy but he's like dude he's one of the most connected in terms of just rappers celebrities just yeah. like high quality successful people and, yeah. I, and I do want to talk about that as we kind of wrap up this interview yeah. in terms of just like you've built this network obviously through social media through yeah. your content of building this reputation to now having access to all mm-hmm. these I guess you could say celebrities or just very influential people and yeah number one I want to ask like how do you believe that happened? And then number two to really continue that is just how has that impacted like your way you operate in terms of like your network.
0: Yeah, I would just say um, get so good that you can't be ignored. Really. Okay. Like I love that. <laughs> if somebody, I think a lot of people they ask me and they're like, Hammy, how do you do it, man? Like, by the way, huge fan. I love your stuff. I share it all the time. But how do you go so viral? I'm like, well, you just answered your own question. You watch every video I drop, you share it, and you comment, and you like. <laughs> what the hell else do you need to know? I create content that is shareable, l- likable, relatable. I a lot more. And you will not find my stuff anywhere else. Yeah. I also like to play on the line. Yeah. I love the line of Instagram. I do get videos removed, Okay. but I think that's one reason my fans like me too, because yeah. I'm not scared. Yeah. I was like that in the army. I would play right on the line. You know, okay. that one kid where I really test, okay. like, a kid testing their parents. You okay. know? Like, I want to test the line test the line yeah and so I think my fans really like that too and it's just that like holy shit dude this kid's kind of fucking wild okay Damn, like Instagram, like this is crazy shit. Like even Sway Lee is like, my boy, he's always on the gram flexing crazy. Like, and we're talking about like you know, like Sway Lee and I'm close to Waka Flocka. Yeah. And so how the connection, like Dre London, who is Post Malone's manager, because I can help all these people totally because they all have Instagram accounts and Facebook accounts, and there's money that they're missing or they're not they're not running a certain way to get the maxed out of every post. So. If Sway Lee's going on tour, you want every fan on your page that you've earned to see it. Yep. So you need to know the algorithm. Well, I have a whole team that knows all the algorithms. Yep. I get a call every morning about the algorithms, yep. when to post, what times to post. These are smart people. I call them my ghosts. Okay. My ghosts of the gram, like people who know every move inside, yeah, like yeah. what's happening. Algo's and This is yeah. not okay. These hashtags are banned. Don't do it. I know before anybody else knows. Got it. It's my job. The ghosts. Like like a LeBron, everything he does is dedicated, or a Tom Brady is dedicated to the sport. Well, every single thing that I do is dedicated to my platforms and yep. my
1: video. Got it. So really just to, to wrap it up, so today I was, I was speaking on TikTok, and mm-hmm. I know we had a conversation earlier about this newer platform. Are you capitalizing on that? What do you recommend to someone that's potentially looking to build an audience? Where do you think they should start spending their time? If someone's just right – now saying okay like you know someone's listening to like oh wow i just got out of the army and yeah, yeah. hey this story sounds like something that i could potentially do yeah where do i start what do you tell someone that's wanting to become a new creator in terms of picking a platform attacking it from different angles is like what's your advice to someone like that
0: well like my first advice is how much do these platforms cost for you to use zero um, okay <laughs> like do i have to say more it's free yeah i make a living off of something that was built for me for free yeah what the fuck are you waiting for just go create it you don't know yeah you'll change as you go yep if you don't start you're never gonna know totally and don't ever think there's gonna be a perfect moment because it doesn't exist you just have to start suck yep. start eat shit and just keep on going and that's how perfection is made every person who is a genius or perfectionist spent so much Edison 6,000 experiments for the light bulb 6,000 yep. experiments he never stopped he could've Yep. everyone think if you think about anything right like the person was obviously an idiot right like <laughs> the pool noodle the guy who invented yep. that is a billionaire
1: yeah
0: how many people made fun of him because it's a goddamn pool noodle yeah everything was invented and every single thing that you see that was invented people were probably calling the person an idiot i know yep. edison they were like dude yeah. what are you doing you're wasting your time you're an idiot so yep. like it's free the platforms yep. are free i'll post a tiktok it's free Yep. I have to change the videos a little bit to fit their time frame and whatnot. And of course things are different on every platform. Yep. But I'll use it because it's free. Do I think TikTok will reign supreme as number one like an IG? I don't think so. Okay. It's been musically. It was rebought. Zuckerberg with leaked footage just came out and said that TikTok, when their budget dies out, which their budget is astronomical by yeah. the way to pay all these creators which yeah. by the way they're using Facebook platforms, Instagram, and Facebook to promote. Yep. Zuckerberg <laughs> could turn off when he wants.
1: That's very interesting. I never thought yeah, about so it like that. <laughs> have you ever looked up Lasso? Lasso,
0: I've heard of it. The but- Facebook property oh. made by Facebook looks exactly like TikTok. Really? It's Zuckerberg. He said, right in the audio, I'm not worried about TikTok
1: because when That's the budget dies footage. out, yeah, when the budget dies out
0: they 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 just go boom and there's no more Okay. My Interesting. thing, I trust Zuckerberg. Yeah. He's like my president. Because <laughs> okay. if he wants to turn Lasso on, he's already got Facebook and Instagram. He yep. could ban hashtags with, with TikTok. Yeah. He could ban any video with TikTok promoting it. Yep. And then turn Lasso on and fucking destroy him yep. if he wants. And this came out because Elizabeth Warren got the leaked footage about it. How he's too powerful and he can destroy
1: companies. Well, he yeah. can destroy TikTok. Yeah. He can literally like delete their Instagram. That has Dude, after minutes. this,
0: look up Lasso. L-A-S-S-O. It's exactly the same as TikTok.
1: On Instagram or what?
0: No, it's a separate app Okay, by Facebook properties called Lasso. It's the same as TikTok. Really? Nobody's heard about it, but it's Zuckerberg. L-A-S-S-O? Yeah, L-A-S-S-O is by... Facebook property. There's a TikTok ad right above it. Dude, and Lasso <laughs> looks the exact same. Built by Facebook. If he wants to turn that on. Wow. And destroy TikTok, Zuckerberg, which who said in leaked footage, if you pay attention, is not worried because when the budget dies, the platform evens. Interesting. I am with Zuckerberg. I trust everything Facebook yeah. and Instagram do. Even if some of the things I think are too soft.
1: Yeah. Dude, come on! Interesting. It's right there, God, Zuckerberg. Very Don't cool. mess with Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah.
0: How many things has he destroyed? Marketplace. Yeah. Remember when Let Go came out? Yep. He offered. I'm pretty sure he offered to buy it, but either way, Marketplace destroyed it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So everything that happens like that, right? They blocked. Blockbuster Snapchat. Netflix, what happened? Wouldn't let thing. him buy it. Yep. He replicated it. Yep. Instagram stories, Facebook stories, bought Instagram. Yep beast. I love it. I love it. Real last question to wrap it up, because I'm just very curious as someone that's 19 years old, look, going through your journey of which we just went through when you were 19, my age or stepping out of the army into this Mm -hmm. newfound territory of potentially social media or, Hey, I might try to do this entertainment thing. And to, to kind of see it from my perspective, like you had that idea and you've been able to manifest and create every desire in which was once in your mind. Right. So I, I want you to sort of take a step back and like, if you were to tell yourself a piece of advice when you were 19 years old, stepping out of the military, and I really want this to correlate to maybe that young person that's maybe getting out of college or mm-hmm. getting out of high school, and they, maybe they don't want to go to college, they don't want to settle for that nine to five job, right? Like, what would you tell your younger self, and most importantly, a younger individual listening about just where to start or what you've learned throughout your journey up to this point? That you can do it.
0: Because everybody said that you can. Even my own family was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing with these video things? okay but i saw social media ahead of time like almost like a gary i saw where yeah. it was going and i just knew and creating was what i loved creating so got it whole time people are going to tell you dude nobody's going to just say yeah go do it man go do it. it's going to turn out good yeah the closest people to you are going to tell you not to do it because they're comfortable and what i do is not comfortable yeah and then people complain that they nine eighty-four percent of Americans hate their nine to five. Yeah. So, I think some even get mad because I live my dream, but they don't <laughs> know how many years it took in the hustle to do yeah. it or what happens. Yep. I don't just put out a video. You know, there's yep. so much that goes into it. So I would just tell my younger self to just go for it. You know, you live once and then you yep. die. So, like, I don't want to be in my deathbed like, wow, I should have done that, and then now I'm too old to do it. Yeah. So They Man. say uh, what? What I just read. It's um. Would you rather would you rather deal with the um, doing or would you rather deal with the would you rather deal with the discipline or would you rather deal with the regret? Discipline mm. as in waking up every day putting in the work. Yeah. Or the regret when it's too late. I'd rather deal with the discipline. Yeah. I don't want the regret, yeah. dude. No Absolutely. way. You know? Absolutely.
1: So, so real quick just to wrap it up. Number one book you're reading right now that you'd recommend to a listener?
0: My favorite is called um, The Awakening.
1: The Awakening. The Awakening, okay. The World is
0: Yours. It was actually given to me by Waka Flucka Flame. Hey. <laughs> this is my favorite book. Interesting. He personally gave it to me. Okay. That that would be my number one. And then if you're suffering with anxiety or panic, At Last a Life by Paul David. Okay. It really helps you understand what anxiety and panic is. And Once you understand what's actually happening, you yeah. kind of lose a lot of the fear, which is what happened
1: to me. Cool well everyone i will make sure to put those two books down below link in the description ryan aka HeyMadeTV, tv on, thank you so much for coming You're on the welcome. show man thank and uh, yeah you, man i just i just want to say thank you again because this has been super cool for me to kind of dissect your story and i believe just someone that's been a viewer of your content yeah. and i've seen your stuff everywhere understanding like the past and mm-hmm. where you come from and your background it was very intriguing to of me course. so i definitely appreciate the the openness and i'm sure that's the sweet. viewers did as well so thanks so yeah, much no problem man. yep well guys Make sure you subscribe to the Rise of the Young podcast. Make sure you hit that rating and review button on iTunes. Make sure you go follow Ryan, aka Hammy TV. And I'll talk to you guys soon.
0: Monarch Legacy of Monsters, an Apple Original Series.
1: The world is on fire. I decided to do something about it. On November 17th. This place, it's not ours. Believe me.
0: The most massive event of the year arrives
1: if you come with me you'll know everything i promise monarch legacy of monsters streaming november 17th only on apple tv plus